Hey everybody, I'm Alan. <laughs> I watch a lot of movies. This is Alan at the movies. Uh, so, I've obviously seen more movies since Ghostbusters, and I just sort of ran out of steam towards the end of the year. Um, life got busy, so I'm sorry for not uh, updating you on the various things I watched uh, heading towards the end of the new year. Um, but it's a new year, and that means time to start over, start afresh. And so with today, my first movie of 2022, uh, I went and saw Licorice Pizza, and uh, which is the new Paul Thomas Anderson movie. Uh, and I'll be honest, like his stuff can be a little hit or miss to me. It can be a little like too artsy for its own good. Uh, I, I am the, the one person <laughs> I think that, that like saw Phantom Thread and wasn't and terribly impressed by it. Um, that that was his last movie in 2017 so he doesn't make a ton and so when one comes along though you sort of feel drawn to it to watch it and when you add in you know the story and like what it's about to I described it when describing to my stepmom as a coming of age movie, and it's not that. Uh, the trailer kind of made you think that that's what it was, uh, and, but really, it's a fascinating, fascinating little movie. Uh, it's it's a very easy watch. Um, it's not terribly difficult. But it's, I thought it was going to be more about the dude character. Maybe that's me projecting my male bias uh, into what I was expecting. But, or more of an, uh, more of an ensemble sort of picture. And it kind of is, but it really follows Alana's character. Alana, uh, the character Alana, um more which which I found refreshing for one because you don't see like when you're covering movies from the 70s or about the 70s they are generally done from a male point of view and so to see something done from a more female perspective on what life is like for them in this day and age without being campy and cheesy uh, I think really worked for here and again like I said was refreshing um, and for her first movie uh, the the girl from Haim uh, who I should definitely know her name uh, her name uh, <laughs> was really great I thought she was quite uh uh, her name is Lana. What a what a coincidence that they did it that way to make it nice and easy. Um, <laughs> yes, I googled that. I'm 
whatever. Uh, like, I thought she did really well. I thought um, Cooper Hoff- Hoffman did really well as a child actor. I thought that was... I didn't buy him as a 15-year-old, but then again, I forget that 15-year-olds are giants. So, so like, it, it, it works. Uh, he did play the awkwardness of a 15-year-old boy really well and captured just that sort of where you, you're young enough where you still think everything revolves around you and that you're the greatest thing in the world. Uh, arrogance of a 15-year-old boy. While also sort of being, like, over... Like, still having that, that, that hint of a lack of self-esteem. Like, that was really interesting to watch. Where he's both the most confident person in the room... And also the least confident person in the room. Um, and it's really the story of this 25. I think she's 25. She says she's 25 in the movie. But also later on, she says she's 28. So I don't know how old she is. Uh, and her, like, coming to grips generally, or that awkward stage of your 20s. I thought it was going to be more about the 15-year-old kid. But it's really about the 25, the 25, the mid 20s is what I'll say, uh, year old woman who is like caught that awkward stage of your 20s where you want to be an adult and you want to be taken seriously. You like, you want to have all of this drive and be take like I said, be an adult and taken seriously, but you also want to be a kid and you want to have fun and you latch on to that sort of childish nature of things. And so when she meets this 15 year old who acts like he's 27, uh, like it, like she's drawn to him because he is a charismatic little fucker. And their relationship as she is sort of interwoven with these other with the the idea of the man children that she interacts with where they're all young men or older men uh trying to relive their youth trying to take that step back and just live in in their past was really sort of fascinating to watch. Um, and you can sort of tell that like she's drawn to them because she thinks that she wants to be older and more mature and, and like political and like, doesn't know what she wants out of life, but she sees them as a way to get what she wants and then, but she's also drawn to that younger, more childish nature of the 15-year-old uh, kid. And and get, flowing through all of his various get-rich-quick schemes uh, to try and latch onto every pop culture fad that you have. 
and him trying to be this older gentleman because he thinks that by being older and being projecting older and being more mature and all of these things that that's going to get him her Uh, and just like the interesting dynamics there between the two relationships i thought it was fascinating it did make me feel vaguely uncomfortable because of the I'm going to say 10 year age difference between the two, but also they recognize how uncomfortable that is and how silly it is and how she definitely shouldn't be having this, this relationship, uh, even on a friendly basis. Uh, and, but also, so she knows it's bad for her, but she keeps getting drawn into it. It's really a fascinating watch. Uh, the music is great. The child actors are really fun. Uh, the little bits and cameos uh, from like Sean Penn, Bradley Cooper. Um, those are the the big two. They're the ones that they talk about in the trailer, um, and and like the way even the like the seemingly the most grounded relationship awesome that's going to be great for a podcast is that car alarm going off i should stop recording right now but i'm just going to keep talking over it hey it stopped okay uh, <laughs> and super professional um like seemingly the most well-rounded and and confident in his in his being an adult and who and what he is um male that she runs into is still someone hiding his true self and trying to pretend and put up a facade of what he wants in life and who he is because he that's what people expect of him um and the way that that winds up destroying his relationship there kind of is the the tipping point for Alana and like realizing that it's okay to still be a kid you know that she doesn't need to be an adult at 25 because it's okay to not have everything figured out at 25 you know, and I thought that was a like that was a really interesting pivotal sort of role, and the way it was shot and broken down. I love when directors like it's kind of my problem that I had with with West Side Story. I didn't do an episode on West Side Story, but I watched the new West Side Story. One of the main problems I had with West Side Story is that it's a movie set in the 50s but it looks super crisp and super clean and uh just like really pretty and like if you're going to set a movie in that timeline I'd like to have it hey I've got some guest hosts uh of these kids awesome um I'd like to have it look like it's from that time period. I'd love to see... If you're going to make a movie set in the 60s or in the 70s, 
shoot it on film, uh, make it look gritty, make it look of that time. I think that that's something that is like a touch that is lacking in a lot of these movies that just set it in that time period for the sake of being able to wear fun costumes and to see this movie really have that gritty feel and that nice solid look to it. I thought the cinematography and the shots were great. Um, and overall, yeah, really, really pretty film, really well done movie. And I encourage you all to watch it at some point. Uh, it's, it's going to be well worth your time, I think. And I'm excited to see where, where, if, if Alana keeps making movies, I know she's, she's a musician. Uh, and then with, with Haim, uh, having her entire family in the movie, using that as her family. I thought that was a really genius stroke to have that chemistry between that entire relationship. Uh, and then like, I want to see what, what Cooper does because like while he's living in the sort of shadow of his dad, uh, I think this was a really great introduction to him and what he can do. Uh, and and so I I want to watch his career grow too. So, Licorice Pizza gets it gets it's a full. I'm gonna say it gets. I'm gonna say three quarters of a pizza. Uh, it's it's a good amount of pizza, and any pizza is good pizza. Um, but it's not a whole pizza because of the creepiness of of, you know, that, that age difference in the relationship. Um, and what's fun or what's interesting to think about is that that age difference, if this role was reversed and it was a 25 year old man and a 15 year old woman, you have the movie Lolita. And that's like, yes, it's creepy. Well, Lolita's a bigger age gap than 10 years, but like, like you ha like it's in Hollywood that's still projected as normal, but in this it feels weird because the woman is older. Uh, it's weird either way. I want to make sure I say that it's weird either way. Uh, but overall, I thought the whole thing was really well done, uh, and I really liked it. Uh, I I'm gonna try. Like I said at the start of the episode, I'm gonna try. And do more uh, when I watch a movie. I'm gonna stick to the the theater. I think it's a lot easier for me to record out of the theater. As much as I would love to talk about Tick Tick Boom, which I really loved, uh, I will talk about that one when I talk about my year in review. But I'm not gonna give them uh, explicit reviews. Um, and I'm gonna keep it very simple. I'm gonna get back to the basics. And, and and that's what I'm going to do. But thanks for listening. This has been me talking about licorice pizza, which sounds like it's a Ninja Turtle pizza. Um, 
but it's really a record com- record store that's not even in a movie. I love that about it. It's just an homage to something that doesn't exist anymore. Uh, that places it in Southern California. Uh, so, also as a as a as an aside, as someone who sells beds uh, for a living, the whole stretch where they're selling water beds made me giggle. It just did. Uh, I loved it. It was a delight. <laughs> um, yeah, thank you for listening to me talk about licorice pizza. Um, you should go watch it, or when it comes out streaming somewhere, you should watch it. Uh, because Omicron is real, and you guys, and we need to pay attention to it, and, uh, boo, COVID, please go away. It's been two fucking years now. Uh, get vaccinated, and get your boosters. God damn it. And if you can, please do. Um... That's my public service announcement for this episode. Uh, thanks for listening. Uh, I, I will be back uh, in the future. You can find me on Instagram uh, and Facebook at Alan at the Movies. Uh, I'm going to stop doing the email thing because nobody ever emailed me. So who cares? Alan.brand at gmail.com. Um, uh, send me a DM. Tell me what movies you want me to watch. Uh, what you're looking forward to in 2022 as far as movies go. And uh, if, and give me a ratings review on wherever you listen to podcasts. It helps. Maybe if you give me some some reviews, I will feel more motivated to record episodes. <laughs> Let's say that. Um, either way. Thank you for listening, and I will see you guys the next time I'm at the movies. Bye-bye.